0: Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your almost daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and update is all about the truth about illicit crypto transactions. How much money is in illicit transactions? What percentage of transactions are illicit? What is the trend in this area? And are the feds getting smarter? The, chem- the criminals getting smarter or both? Don't worry, we're going to explain it all. But first, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by liking, subscribing, following, comment. These things help support the channel and they don't cost you anything. Uh, So please leave a comment below. Please like, subscribe and follow. And also give us a rating if you're listening on podcasts. I really do appreciate it. And don't forget, this is not financial advice. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. Well, many of you have heard the claims about crypto being only good for drugs or human trafficking and other illicit purposes. Well, there are companies which all they do is analyze blockchains and present their findings. Some of these findings are public, some are paid for in reports, and many make their way to the feds. The government does not seem to be getting better about, or sorry, the government does seem to be getting better about responding to hacks and other illicit activities regarding crypto. Truth be told, without crypto, a lot of ransomware would probably not happen. This is because using ransomware to make money requires you picking up cash or gold. And since this is so risky, you rather have some internet money. <clears throat> so it is not far off, if not completely true, that ransomware is enabled by cryptocurrency. I'm not advocating against crypto. I'm just giving you the facts. Just because email scams... So many people, especially those in lower income brackets and the elderly, I do not think we should cancel email. Do you? I think that the feds may need more training, practice, and resources to police police crypto. I also think that the public needs more education, just like with the emails. And I believe that the private sector will respond, just like they did with email. Think about uh, bot stoppers and spam filters and people learning not to Click on emails that they don't know, or click on links that they don't know where they're coming from, or check the links first. Some people don't know how to do this and they're still getting hacked and dealing with that. So, but for the most part, people have gotten more savvy and understand how it works. And the private sector has created tools to help protect people so they can remain ignorant. Now, I do think that a lot of this stuff is going to, we're going to see this happen in crypto, but that is not what this is about today. This is about a report that's come out and I found a good synopsis. And so I'm going to kind of break it apart and tell you what it's all about. So let's, I'm going to share my screen. And uh, if you're listening on podcasts, you can use the links below, follow along or just listen up. All right. Author George Kolodis, Calaudis reports for Coindesk. Criminal crypto use is growing, but that's just half the story. Data suggests that while authorities are getting better at sniffing out dark web markets, dark web markets are getting better at not getting sniffed out. So as crypto goes, so do illicit transactions. Sorry, as so as crypto grows, so do illicit transactions. But so does the ability to stop them. So I'm just going to jump down to there's a chart here. The name of the chart is total annual cryptocurrency value received by illicit addresses. <clears throat> so you can see that uh, 2017, 2018, we're under five billion dollars. 2019, it jumped up to 11 billion, and then down, down to 7.8 billion in 2020, and then back up to 14 billion in 2021. So uh, I want to just read the uh, first two paragraphs right here. Uh, in 2021, $14 billion in cryptocurrency was value was tied to illicit activities. We aren't really sure how much money is spent on doing illegal stuff for obvious reasons, but it's probably a significant percentage like 22% of the world's $80 trillion of gross, gross domestic product. So what they're saying here is there's $14 billion in cryptocurrency was used for a list of transactions. But by some of the best guesses, outside of cryptocurrency in our normal financial system, the estimate is somewhere around 20% or so. And there's about $80 trillion gross domestic product. So... That's about $17 trillion. So this author is trying to say $14 billion in cryptocurrency compared to $17 trillion of illicit transactions with our current financial system is nothing. So the basically the argument that says cryptocurrency is just for illicit transactions, well, a, lot, a smaller percentage of cryptocurrency transactions are used for illicit purposes than are you as a percentage of our current financial market. So that's basically what the argument is here. Um, it says right here, though, that that's not really the point. The truth is that cryptocurrencies do still enable illicit activity, and the amount has grown from 2020 and 2021. So that is a fact. There, are, there is more money being used in illegal transactions. Now, in defense of crypto, the illicit share of all crypto transaction volume has fallen since 2019, and is at 0.15%. So that goes back to what I'm saying. I was saying the total percentage transactions is 0.15% versus 22% in our crypt in our current market. So traditional markets. of transactions are illegal. And crypto markets, less than 1% of transactions are illegal. Okay, these are estimates. and But we have a lot of data out there and a lot of smart people. So I feel pretty confident that that is probably pretty close to being accurate. What do you think? Leave a comment below and I'm just going to keep moving on. All right, next chart here. illicit share of all cryptocurrency transaction volume. Now, you can see from this... um, it's basically declining, but twenty—I don't know what happened in 2019. Why there's so many illicit transactions in 2019? Uh, because if you go up, if we go back to our previous chart, there's a big spike in illicit activity in 2019. So I'm not really sure what happened there. But barring that, out of the five years, it's been a—it's tr- been a trend into the downwards with 2019 being an exception. So it went from 1.42 percent in 2017 to 0.76% in 2018, and then it jumped to 3.3% in 2019, and then down to 0.62% in 2020 and 0.15% in 2021. So that's a trend downward with an anomaly for 2019. However, the more data we have, the more time goes on. And as long as these numbers continue to trend or downwards or hold, and uh, then that's a positive. So. Anyway, what do you think about this? Uh, I'm going to just read a little bit here. So while the amount of illicit activity being funded through crypto is growing, the growth of legitimate crypto uses is far outpacing it. So what they're saying is, yes, illegal activity is growing in crypto, but legitimate usage is growing at a faster rate. That said, one of the many takeaways from chain analysis work is that the majority about 53% of of illicit transactions in crypto were tied to scams and stolen funds while those are serious problems these are problems that are intrinsic to both crypto and legacy financial markets where the where there is money to be made there are false promises and stolen funds so basically they're saying according to the chain analysis report and all the data that they've been able to analyze Little more than half of all illegal transactions are scams and stolen funds. So half of the illegal activity in crypto is the same exact type of activity that happens in the regular financial system, you know, using dollars and cents and yuan and euros, etc. <laughs> so they're saying that uh Half of those transactions shouldn't even be really considered because those are basically the same thing, scams and stolen funds, people clicking on the wrong link to something or being told, hey, if you send me one Bitcoin, I'll send you three. And then the person does it. So they're saying that this is this sounds like a positive. So more the 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 trend is down words for illegal activity relative to legal activity. And half of the illegal activity is the same type of illegal activity in our current system. I would also say that this is not really that this is a positive thing because you're not going to stop illegal activity, period. And if anybody says we shouldn't have crypto because illegal activity, well, a lot more illegal activity is happening in our current financial system. And we have that. Let me know what you think. Um, Leave a comment below. So we're now looking at the criminal activity happening in black markets. So... So that's really what we want to look at. We want to work at look at ransomware and black market activity because that is unique to the world of crypto. So let's go down to our next chart here: it's crypto and dark web markets. All right, this says that dark web markets, the corner of the internet where illegal activity abounds, set a new revenue record. So, if you're listening, if you're watching, you can see that this is a trending upwards. If you're listening from 2015. To 2021, there has been a massive increase in total annual cryptocurrency value received by illicit addresses. So coin uh, wallet addresses that are known for illegal activity have seen a massive continuous uptick since 2015. And uh, so the dark web market is booming right now. Uh, All right, so... While the total value being transferred to dark web markets has grown rather quickly, the total number of transfers to these markets has fallen in the past five years from 11 million in 2016 to just 3.7 million in 2021. The total number of users has also fallen. So absent growth in transfers and users, the drive of growth is found in bigger payments with average payment size increasing from $160 to $493 over the same time period. Okay, so basically this is saying that there are less transactions for larger amounts. So you could argue and say less people are involved in in illegal transactions. I don't know. I don't know what the significance of this is. Uh, I feel like the significance would be, I guess, if there's less transactions before larger amounts of money. I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. What do you think? Do you think that's a positive or negative? Do you think it's better if a bunch of people are using it for small amounts of money illegally? Or do you think it's better that less transactions are occurring, which could be an indicator that less parties are involved in illegal transactions? But that is, you know, that one thing doesn't equal the other. So let me know what you think. Let me know if this is positive or negative. This might just be a non-point. <laughs> okay, so let's move keep moving on let's see how the illicit activity is trending in 2022 so this is cumulative monthly cryptocurrency value received by illicit entities by year so this is just the trend this is a graph that shows from january to december uh for years 2019 2020 2021 and 2022 And this shows that in 2020, there was a lot lower um, money, a lot less money going into illicit uh, activity. But this also shows that there there is less illicit activity happening as of July of this year. So if we continue on this current trajectory, we will do better than we did in 2019 and 2021. So that would be a positive thing. OK, so uh, now it check this quote out here. Overall, criminal activity appears to be more resilient in the face of price declines. So criminals don't care that the price is going down. They just like it for a transaction, for actual money, not as a store of value. Illicit volumes are down just 15 percent year over year compared with 36 percent for legitimate volumes. So illicit the amount of listed transactions with the price drop only dropped 15%, but 36% of the volume has dropped for legitimate purposes. But I think that's because illicit transactions are straight utility, but legitimate transactions, there's a lot of speculation and hope of storing a value. So I think you're going to see a lot, a lot quicker drop off. So I feel like this is interesting um, I'm not really sure that this tells us positive or negative. I guess it's negative for crypto because, uh, illicit transactions aren't really slowing down as quick as quickly, but it's too early to say that. Like if we were in five years from now and this was the case, then I'd be concerned. But considering the space is so big and there aren't enough legitimate use cases for crypto, then speculation is going to drop off when prices drop. So that's pretty straightforward. What do you think about that? Let me know. Leave a comment below, and I'm going to keep moving on. Now, the rest of the report focuses specific types of illicit transactions. So this next chart here is cumulative monthly value received by dark web markets by year. So basically, this chart is showing the amount of, of money being spent on the dark web. And this chart, if you're listening on podcasts, shows that again 2022 we are on pay, we are on track to do better than we've done in the four, in the previous years 2019 seems to have a lower amount of dark web activity but we are slowly approaching that trend line from 2019 which is the lowest trend line so being within that line or under that is a positive that means that we're trending towards being better at tracking and stopping illegal usage as well as less usage being happened. So I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs here. Uh, The decline in revenue suggests that authorities are getting better at detecting dark web market crime, but chain analysis adds an important caveat. Vendors have taken more steps than ever to enhance their shipping anonymity, and buyers have begun to transact with these vendors directly. All of these trends point to a dark net market industry that is fast maturing. So, basically, the criminals are getting better. So, while authorities are getting better at sniffing out dark web markets, dark web markets are getting better at not being sniffed out, which brings us to a potentially important caveat about privacy coins taken into consideration. So, privacy coins, if you don't know, are coins that make it hard to track the transactions. They obscure some of the numbers, and that makes it difficult to track. Some are better than others, and and uh, this kind of the rest of this article just basically kind of talks about how more and more, more and more of these dark web markets are accepting privacy coins like Monero and Zcash. But um, but Bitcoin still is number one. So the question, I guess, is with Monero and Zcash and other privacy coins, are we going to see, are we going to be able to reduce our ability to track these transactions? I think the answer is yes, which is why I believe that we're going to see uh, the government clamp down on Privacy coins, which means the exchanges might not support them. And uh, that if that's the case, you could potentially have your wallet frozen or not have access to it or whatever. And it turns into really use for people who are really trying to get around uh, being watched and censored and uh, evade whatever authorities they're trying to evade. So I think that that ultimately is a positive. I think more reports like this coming out, then the feds will be like, okay, we need to we need to make laws based on this data. Uh, but at the same time, legitimate use cases are rising at a faster rate than illegal uses. So it is coming into more mainstream. That's how I read this. And uh, the feds are getting better. And we just going to need to create some laws so that we kind of isolate out the negative bad actors. Now, Some of you might not like that because that implies that you're not going to have any privacy with your crypto. And that may be true. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I kind of feel like I'm a little worried about lack of privacy in the new crypto world and token economy. But I also like cash and uh, for anonymity. And so, I mean, if you're trying to get rid of cash and only have digital money, I don't like that any either anyway. I never liked the idea of getting rid of cash. So anyway, what do you think about this? Leave a comment below. Uh, let me know what you think. I think that all, all in all, this is, a positive, this is positive news. But if I was a regulator, I'd be like, oh, we need to make some rules quick and soon and now. So what do you think? Do you think this is going to turn into positive legislation, negative legislation? Do you think that this is all a bunch of BS and no one knows how much illegal activity there is? Or do you think that big data miners know how to mine data and make sense of that data and see just how much illegal activity is actually going on or at least within a reasonable um, margin of error? That's what I think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, Also, one last thing. I want to leave you with this. So while some of the dip in value transmitted by dark web marketplace users can be attributed to opting for privacy coins, More of that dip should be attributed to authorities simply getting better at stopping crime and at blockchain analytics getting better. So yes, a reduction in the illegal activity could be because people are using privacy coins, but we should not take away the credit from our crime fighters at stopping these transactions and us doing a better job at analyzing the data. So tell me what you think, leave a comment below. I think this is the type of information is really important to have. You want to know what the status of illegal activity is because that's what regulators and, and legislators are going to look for. And if this is trending in a super obvious way up uh, in terms of uh, percentage of transactions, or if you don't not see more, more legitimate use cases, then this really is going to be looked at criminal money. And if it's looked at as criminal money, then the governments around the world will ban it or legislate it out of existence. So let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. I want to hear from you. And you got the news. Tell me what you think. Coddle on.